The following program is paid for by the advertiser and does not reflect the opinions of the host, guests, or callers. Friends, this is the doorbell. I'm Gogo, and I'm here with my partners, Dave Winky Winker and Big Lou Losada. This is David Winker. I'm an attorney. Been practicing in South Florida since 1998. I'm also licensed as a real estate broker and I'm the broker for Integrated Realty. So, guys, I was going eastbound on 8th Street between 42nd Avenue and 37th, and for some reason, dude, those red lights are not synchronized at all. You know what? You know the area I'm talking That's about. That's the worst. I got three lights in about a four block length. I tried to put my indicator turn to the right, and I got flipped off by a lady who obviously didn't want to let me in on bumper to bumper traffic. Why do I bring it up? How crazy is a purchaser sale when it's not synchronized? You know, when you're driving and the red lights are synchronized and the green lights. And you flow smoothly, makes for a lot less stressful. So, for example, we've had situations where largely due to the inexperience of the actual seller, it could be the first home they've sold or the first home they've bought, but they don't have their financing in order. They don't know of a mover. They have a trouble meeting a deadline for inspection. Yeah, and I got to tell you, it's you interesting know. you say that because, you know, that's one of the things that we're seeing is people don't think about, you know, the idea of, I'm not going to take credit for this because I've read it a million times, but, you know, that when you agree to a price on a property and sign a contract, it's the beginning of the process. The clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. You got 10 days to inspect that place. And, you know, we've been through it, guys. Not You're not going to sell, you're not going to sell a home that's not going to have problems. There's no perfect house. Even new construction houses have problems. And that begins the process where the buyer's like, yes, I know I bought this as is, but I was assuming there weren't cracked tiles. I was assuming there wasn't mold in the... In or the, the inspection was going to pass perfectly. What do I do now? Yep. You know, and, how stressful, how stressful can it be when you're not holding that, that transaction's hands through? Lou, you had an experience like that on a beautiful home recently. And you know how you were very involved in that in that purchase, weren't you? I was, I was. But the inspection went through no problem. Right. Uh, I did have to do a lot of hand holding, but that was fine. You know, they were very nice clients. I got them the house for actually a little bit under appraisal, actually quite a bit under appraisal. And you know, like I said, they were just this really great Italian couple had just moved over from the Gulf Coast, and and a few months before that, I think they moved over from Italy, and. You know, I mean, you just couldn't help but just want to help them through like their inspections. I think I even went to the to city um, city hall over here in Gables to find out about garbage cans and find their old plans because they did want to do something to the house once they moved in. And that's what happens with you know. It's interesting because that's the other thing that happens all the time is the open permits. You know, we've had all of us have been sitting at city hall, you know, battling to get the information so that permits can be closed out on the purchase. And that is one of the biggest problems 
Um, that's one of the big things that happens is, uh, is, is wrapping that up. So think about those transactions without your guidance and involvement and those same purchasers or sellers, depending on the case, going through, and you're exactly right, Dave and Lou, the moment that the agreed to price is agreed on, that's really when this process begins. And what happens with that is the idea of, you know, if unless it's a cash only deal, you're going to have a bank involved. The right. bank's going to require insurance. That's going to involve a four point inspection. Um, the four point inspection is going to find, you know, you typically will find issues. Those issues have to be fixed before closing or within 30 days of the closing. You're going to be involved in the negotiation of those issues and the resolution. And you're, of those in, issues. And you're in a situation where, Times in order to essence. close, those things have to be repaired. And sometimes you'll be in a situation where you're 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 in a position where you have to make repairs on a property you don't even own yet, right? Yeah. We're not the bank the the, the insurance company may say we will not insure this property until this uh, electrical problem is fixed. And so you're 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 you know it's like the untenable position of you're fixing a problem at a house that you haven't even closed on yet, right? To in order to close on it. That's the that's the problem that we've had with you know the insurance companies right now requiring that it's almost and that's really where we earn our keep. It's not just negotiating or getting the right purchase or sale price, but it's also seeing that transaction from that point to the point of closing. Not true, absolutely. So I think that you know the the takeaway uh, from this is you know with clients we 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 put out a a critical path methodology. It shows them, you know, it's like home in a graphic form. Here's the signing date. You have to make a deposit by this, you know, deposit, make your deposit by this date. Within 10 days, that's your uh, inspection period. Mm-hmm. Within this many, within three days, you have to put in your mortgage application and, you know, set all that out so that all can move in synchronous. Right. And our website, we also put up with a private password for the client so they can follow along the transaction and have those documents easily accessible and they know what's been accomplished and everything, so oh, that's awesome. Right, they can easily access all their all their paperwork from their transaction. If you'd like to find out more information about how we can help you here at Integrated Realty, please give us a call at 305-539-3857. That includes anything from movers to inspections to even our current system where we digitally archive all your documents as the transaction progresses that way you can easily access them at any point again it's 305-539-3857 or you can also email us at podcast at com. that's podcast at irfla.com Lou Dave you guys ever uh do you guys have a movie that makes you like you know, tear up or cry or anything is there a movie that makes you cry go go I saw one just the other day it's big fish with uh, Billy Crudup okay. and Marion Cotillard, Danny DeVito. It's the one about the guy who's a little estranged from his father, and the father tells these really just fantastic stories, and, you know, the son's kind of resentful of that, and at the end, you know, it, it all comes around in this, like, just really just beautiful ending to the movie. Ewan McGregor was in it also. But anyway, now that I mentioned Billy Crudup, I have a funny story. I actually went an entire year saying I was one year older than I actually was. So when I was 47, I actually went around telling everybody for some reason that I was 48. So on another occasion, Big Fish was on TV. I sat down to watch it. 
And at the end, you know, I'm seeing the cast and I'm looking up the cast on IMDb because I wanted to look up Marianne Cotillard and see what else she was in. And I see Billy Crudup. And I remember that I had the same birthday as Billy Crudup, right? So uh-huh. July 8, 1968. So when his birthday comes up and it says he's 48 in IMDb, I'm like, no, he's not 48. He's 47. No, no he's not 40. He's not 47. He's 48 like me. I'm like, yeah, I'm 48 years old. So I look at, you know, I go to his Wikipedia page, July 8, 1960. I'm like, holy crap, I've been telling people all year long I'm 48, and I was actually only 47. So you that had year. a midlife year. You <laughs> I had an extra year. I had an extra <laughs> year. year. So, Big Fish, Dave, you have any Big movie fish. that makes you well up or, you know, makes you. I got to tell you, I, that's one thing. Bambi, I, I, Bambi I, I do cry, but I, I don't. I'm, movies don't. don't never, do never. I can't think of a movie. Oh, man, that I, I got a great that. one, and you're going to tell me maybe. Kevin Costner at the end of um, the baseball movie uh, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Oh, that's another good one. When he realizes that his dad is there <laughs> and he says, Do Ray you want You know, his dad, who I guess knows it's him, but it's kind of walking out into the field and says, Is this heaven? And he goes, No, it's Iowa. I could have sworn this was heaven. And he's walking away and he goes, Dad, you want to have a catch? Dude, every time that scene comes up, I well up like the Segovia Falls. Oh, my God. Go, go. Niagara Falls, Frankie love, Angel. I'm going to have you over. You know the Segovia <laughs> over here right by yep. uh, Venetian Pool? Yep. Dude, like that. Uh, I don't. I started, you know, like patting my eyes go, down. Like, I'm going to have you over to my house. I'm going to put that on, and I'm literally just going to stare at you just to watch. <laughs> I'm going to break the I'm TV. Gonna, I'm not going to let you do it. I'm, gonna I'm just going to stare the thing. and laugh at you as you cry. Dude, I can't believe you can't. That that movie doesn't make you cry, Dave. There's no I movies that make know. you cry. I can't think of any. Not since I was a kid. Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. You're the man of steel, dude. You're the man of steel. Lou, Dave. How many people do we know that bought in 2005 and 2006 and now they're putting up their house for sale and they're not getting... Yeah, they're not at, the le- they're not at 2005 level. They're not at 2005, 2006 level. Yeah. Is that true or not true? No, it's tough. I was just... Uh, I, 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 this is a personal story. I was uh, laying in bed playing with my four-year-old daughter and I rolled over on my glasses completely busted my glasses mm-hmm. so that day was last Saturday and I had to go I went to you know my my local optician and I was getting my glasses done and the reason I met him is I was showing an apartment one time and the other realtor said you know go pick up the keys for the owner and the owner was this this optician and um, I go back to see him I'm going through everything and he's asking me you know what's going on in the market and it's something we always get asked and I'm talking about it and he has a, a condo downtown that he bought in 2005. And it was interesting, like, you know, think about from 2005, it's 12 years later, and he's like, oh, my God, if I could just, like, I'm losing if money. I could just get my money. I'm back. losing money on it. If I could just sell it for, you know, he bought it for, you know, it's a, it's a two-bedroom, two-bath. He bought it for, you know, 375 back in 2005. Exactly. And he's like, if I could just, it's hard to believe 12 years later still, if I could just get my purchase price back out of it. You know, he's just desperately and hanging on. And the thing is, every you month. Can't. And it's interesting because this, 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 we talked about this before on the previous podcast, I think, about the emotional attachment to things. Like for him, he's a successful guy. He is not comfortable with selling that place for what it's worth. He, he'd rather lose, you know, what's he losing? $200 a month. He'd rather lose. Then cut his loss. Cut the loss. Eventually, it's going to be all right. It's just like it drives him. Think about insane. think about that twelve year movie rerun, 
and how that makes our clients cry. <laughs> because the truth is, there's a lot of it's nothing to be embarrassed about. It happened in this country and worldwide. Lots of people bought during that time period, and you know, really can't can't even get what they paid for the property. Back. And listen, that's the thing is is you know that I mean I'm personally that happened to me. I bought a property on the beach in 2005, and it's not worth what it was when I bought it. And uh, I'm able to rent it out at a good price for different reasons, but you know, so I'm not losing money on it. But I had not made money if I had to resell right. it. Now, what's you know? Don't think about it too much. And I think part of it is, is I think it's all eventually go. But I think what we've really seen is the recovery story in Miami is a recovery of neighborhood by neighborhood. It's not happening in the Gable. A single family homes in the Gables are above the level they were in 2005. Right. Coconut Grove above the level. But other Brickle, parts above the level. And other desirable parts. You know, look look at Wynwood. I mean, imagine well, Brickle being now, in Wynwood. The condos in Brickle, Dave. They're also they're going back down, but yes. at the time because that's because of new construction. But they're still above the level. But you know, the thing is, it's it is neighborhood by neighborhood. I think the part of the issue with this is the idea of you know people talk about location, location, location. I think it's it, it has to do with location, but it also has to do with replication. The idea being, you know, in Miami Dade County, you cannot build any more single family homes. That's it. The, the, the land is used up. That is a resource. There are no more lots to build homes on. Condos are going up all over. I was just at a, I was at a Rotary meeting the other day talking about the condo. I, I can't remember the name of it. The one on 37th there, hmm. right by the dog track. Apparently, across the street, remember the big Louis pizza oh, yeah. that went out of business? The guy bought for like $33 million hmm. all that property. He wow. bought that plus like five hundred thousand dollars a pop. He was buying those little flag, those little flag, little, you know, little two ones there. Right. He bought all those up so he could get enough land to build, and they're building like two hundred and fifty-five units. Holy right man. there. Think about what that does to the value of that condo across the street. Two hundred and fifty-five brand new units are going up right there, and that's that's just something that the, the, the condo towers are going to continue to go up. They're going to go up high. The, the developers are still seeing a need for housing. We're not seeing that yet go toward affordable housing. I don't think that guy's building affordable units. He still thinks he can sell those condos. And so I think the pressure on condos is going to continue to go down. If you want some information on your real estate property and how maybe you can get out of a property that you'd like to get your money back on, give us a call, 305-539-3857. Hey, guys, one thing I wanted to talk about today was uh, I was showing a high-end property today, and uh, there was a server room in the house that they'd set up with... uh, Actual patch panels, so right. a smart home coming in. Uh, well, they were using it for the smart home, aka the radiation room. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I've got a, on the other hand, I've got a pretty dumb home. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was interesting because I'm seeing that I think on the lower end homes, you know, the, the, on the on the lower end of the scale, um, a desire for that because of you know it makes you know in a small space it makes a lot of sense to have everything away. You know, you don't have your server on the counter. With the Wi-Fi things, you know, everything's set up is, uh, you know, we're seeing actual 
a room, a dedicated room. Or closet. Large closet. closet. Exactly. You know, exactly. A closet. You know, exactly. A closet. You know, that we used to only see in the high-end homes with security systems and everything. I'm seeing, a, you know, a desire to have that where people are putting in an actual server rack. Um, it was interesting because the other day I was in a, um, uh, a rental apartment and I was asking the previous tenant, how did they, these split airs work for you? It was, a, it was split airs instead of central air. And her response was, well, I had it set up on, I, I don't I can't remember what, serve, you know, what, what, what device she was using, but she had it set up where it was programmed on her phone and she would, you know, they, they, she could program it mm. that an hour before she got home. Are we talking wall units lowered or, or real Split AC? airs. Okay. Split airs, but where, they, where the split airs actually plugged into the wall, there's some sort of device, I don't know what it's called, you know, whatever it was called, but they have it set up where she could on her phone set it up where every day it would start at 4 o'clock, so it would be mm-hmm. cooler when she got home, or if she was traveling, she could... And then the main part it. of the house turns off at around 10.30, and the bedroom turns on, at, you know... You know, this isn't a $1,500 rental, that's how she's had it set up. Right. And uh, it just made me, you know, it made me think about how, you know, the use of homes is changing, the the furniture, you know, we used to have it set up with the old console TV in the living room with the VCR, the, the DVR, I'm dating myself, but... VCR, the DVR, the 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 Comcast box, mm-hmm. etc. The Trinitron TV. You know, now we're seeing <laughs> on TV antenna sticking out <laughs> yeah, on TV. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Along with the uh, original Atari uh, game, twenty six hundred. You know, yep. so now we're seeing it. And in, these scrambled unwatchables. Exactly. Uh, now we're seeing it. You know, on the listings. Uh, you know, there'll be a dedicated server room, or you know, and the idea of having you know patch panels where you can change out. The configuration of the house and what's you know what's feeding into which one. Sometimes the lighting outside is controlled. Uh, the temperature, the climate. You can go into one room and the light turns on based on motion. You know, you can go all Star Trek now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's definitely gonna we're gonna see. You know, we're it's interesting because I was I was thinking about that the other day because of um, I was what kind, what kind of value would you add? Let's say the exact same house doesn't have that. What kind, of, what, what kind of guesstimate would you put on? That's a really good question. No, same exact house doesn't have that. Yeah, uh, identical house has that. It's really hard. You know, it's interesting. It's it's hard to quantify because it, it's you know I got to tell you something. It's well. It, let me ask you this. Forget about quantifying. I think it depends on what's the your opinion. Would you get? Would you yeah, want it would a be, house like that? I would like it because I think it it makes it so much easier to put things away, and we know. The wiring, you know, that goes into that, yeah, you know, running that stuff, it's, it's pretty well. But also to go back and like tear up a house and do that Absolutely. is hard, right. you know, to make that happen. So did you retrofit it or did you build it originally? Yeah, exactly. Right. So there is a there is a definite value, you know, to having it, you know, in there. It's How interesting. About you, Lou, would you pay extra? I would pay a little extra for that. Yeah, it's interesting because it's like hundred bucks on a rental. Sometimes people maybe. ask me about you know a pool because like, it does a pool add value and a pool to me is absolutely fascinating because it's one of the few things that you can do to your house that to one buyer can be a must have right and to an and to an equal number of buyers mm-hmm. do not want do not want to pay $100 a month for pool maintenance right. i have a small child i don't want to worry about the fence but when you pay for the construction of a pool you want that money back at the time of sale but that's what i'm saying so. it's not like a it's not like a kitchen where you can say you know you're going to see the value of your kitchen you're going to see certain things but the pool is not one of them i think that this is 
you know, there's some people who would not value it. Right. You know, they're 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 just sure. like, oh, what do I care? I'm putting in a Wi-Fi system. You know, that's all I that's all I care about. But you know, so it'll be interesting to see how you know how it turns out. Well, and for the listeners to know that there's some things that are proven that if you do some uh, fixes. Um, it actually adds to the value. So, like, landscaping is a very affordable way. It's not technical, but it increases the curb appeal. Landscaping, I think uh, the pavers, we know the pavers are always, uh, you know, that on curb appeal, to me, it's those two things. Certainly kitchens, things like that. Other things get a little more questionable. People think, hey, if I redo my bathroom, that's one of the ones that actually... It's kind of like the pool. Sometimes it, you know, really doesn't get the value back. So, you know, especially if it's like done in a, yeah, because people just walk in and they just they don't like the style or I don't like the color. Yeah, or this is not the kind of color. I'd have, Where so. it's interesting because I got to tell you, I it's it's funny to say because I think about, you know, how quickly kitchens are changing right now. Like it, it was for a while, you know, now the woods and the brown. Yeah, when you walk into and now, what do you see? A dark brown kitchen. You know, the years with it was the dark way. exactly with dark granite. Where now everything is light, light, white. light granite, yeah, white cabinets. Absolutely, and I'm sure that's going to change again. And it, it was interesting. I was Lou and I were in a, a a house the other day, and Lou made an interesting comment. It was an old 1950s kitchen. It was a an integrated white steel porcelain. 10 foot um, long cabinet and sink structure and Lou looked at it and, and he said that is so old that it's back in style <laughs> <laughs> did the oven have the little timer the dial timer it did they put a new oven but it was, it was, this was just the sink this was just the sink that's awesome but, yeah hey doorbell podcast listeners if you'd like any information on turning your home into a smart home or the value that that might bring to a sale or purchase, please feel free to call us at 305-539-3857 or send us an email at podcast at com. That's podcast at com. For Dave Winky Winker, Lula Sara, I'm Gogo. Thanks for joining us at the doorbell. We'll talk to you soon. Hiring of a lawyer and the creation of an attorney-client relationship is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. The views expressed herein are intended for informational purposes only and are not intended to be, nor should they be interpreted as, legal advice or legal opinion. The listener should not consider this information to be an invitation to an attorney-client relationship and should always seek the legal advice of counsel in the appropriate jurisdiction. A written legal representation agreement specific to the individual client is required before any relationship is formed with Zampano, Patricius, and Winker.